0: Sheffield United are set to sack their manager as they sit at the hecking bottom of the Premier League table. Today, we discuss is it the right decision? And more importantly, who would be the next Premier League manager to be sacked? Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. If you are joining us for the first time, please do us a very quick favour. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button for free football content every single week. As we said in the intro, there are reports coming out today. Some places saying it's already been done. Some places saying it's to be done. But Paul Heckingbottom will be sacked as the Sheffield United manager as they sit at the bottom of of the Premier League table, before we get onto other managers and other clubs, let's keep it sh- let's keep it short and sweet. Is sacking Paul Heckenbottom the right decision? Reese will come to you first.
1: Yes, even though it's not all his fault, it had to be done. He's not a Premier League manager, but I mean, come on, like I mean, they've had one win so far, conceded thirty nine goals. In fourteen games, goal difference is minus twenty-eight. Like they're not getting, you know, they're not gonna get you say you can't get any worse, but they can't get any better as it stands. So they have to they have to do something now.
0: Yeah. Jamie, agree or disagree?
2: Yeah, I think he's actually done a good job overall, considering he wasn't expected to get promoted. But when you're losing five 0 to your relegation rivals, it's a sackable offence on its own. So the fact that they're bottom of the league with a team that's got a ten point deduction above them, it, it's sadly got to go. Things have got to change at Sheffield United.
0: Yeah, I think after the eight nil, there was there was certain red flags and and question marks. But the five nil to Burnley, and and more in perspective, that how bad Burnley have been. Everyone's sitting there in, you know disbelieve how badly they've done to get absolutely dominated. And I appreciate there's a red card involved, but 5-0 against Burnley, who are really struggling, it's just not acceptable. Bottom of the table, they don't really look like they've got a hope of winning a game at the minute. So I, I think we're all, you know, unanimous in our agreement that it is the right decision. Um, I guess the question turns quickly to, to replacements, um, Wilder is the current favourite. Again, this is all hypothetical because officially, according to the club, he's not been sacked, but it appears he has. Is there any other people that come to mind? What about Big Sam? Get him in to the end of the season?
1: In all honesty, they probably can't afford him. Like Chris Wilder is probably the easy option at this moment in time. He's obviously been at the club before, done a good job, probably will get something out of the players. I don't think Allardyce be something they can afford. I mean, the club itself... (laughs) you know, are trying to sell. They sold their two best players, one of them to Burnley. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, he's probably out of the question. It's probably what they could do with what they've got at this moment in time.
2: And with... I think it's going to be internally, if it's not Wilder, really. I don't think they've got... They haven't got the funds to, like, say what we said, Allardyce will be too expensive. It's going to be the same for a lot of the managers out there. So
0: really, it's internally, or it's going to be Chris Wilder. Is that just accepting defeat, though? If you assuming they don't go for someone else and they just do it, you know, a, a caretaker manager, surely that is essentially just resigning yourself to being relegated?
1: Well, not necessarily. I think he's going to get an 18-month deal. I think he's got results with them before. Um, I would argue that he lost his job with them in 2021, mostly due to, again, poor recruitment from the owners. I think they went about it the wrong way. I know he hasn't quite lived up to expectations since, but it's his club and he, he probably will get the best out of some of those players. They've got players that fit his style at the very least.
2: He can also come in and be just sort of, he doesn't need to embed himself within the club. He knows the club. So, it's someone who can come in straight away and start possibly getting getting results and that's what they need, because at the moment, it could be likely like they could be looking at the helm of Derby's record, really. So getting points on the board, I think if you bring in a manager who might try and play a different way, that's going to cause timing sort of difference of when it actually would work. So I don't think it's a bad choice, but you've got to remember, it's very unlikely that they're going to survive anyway on whoever whoever they pick. So picking someone who knows the club, I think is probably the most sensible move overall. Yeah.
0: Agreed. And and I guess the question is, would he want to go back? I can't remember, Reese. I know you just touched on it. I I can't remember the circumstances of him leaving before. Was it bad form and then he was sacked? I I can't recall that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mostly bad form. I can't remember the results exactly, but they were bottom of the league then. Um, If you remember correctly, that ultimately went down so yeah it wasn't wasn't a good look for them but it, i think it just seems to be that the club from from the top seems to be the problem
0: yeah well we said we said to be honest we said in the summer predicting the the games we said there was a bit of turmoil at the club we 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 did say to be fair to to all three of us you know heckenbottom doesn't strike us as the guy who's going to survive make them survive in the premier league so i think I, no one's really that surprised if i'm being honest i don't think I don't think Sheffield United fans will be particularly shocked at the bottom of the table. Uh, obviously, Sheffield fans, if you disagree, please, please hit us up in the comments. But it, it yeah, it, it feels a little bit inevitable. Um, but we'll see, obviously, in the coming days and weeks. One, one, if he does actually get sacked and it's confirmed by the club. And two, will it be Wilder? Will it be another classic Premier League survival coach? Um, let's move on. So, Again, this is a good discussion because earlier someone in in our Instagram comment shout out to Owen um, said that look he he doesn't actually believe that any other Premier League managers are really under pressure right now. So I guess let let's make the point for different teams and different managers. Who should we start with the the, the most likely? Who would you guys say if you had to pick maybe two maybe three names? Who's under pressure or the most likely to get sacked next, would you say?
2: I'd probably better say it's probably company. Mm. He's just had a 5-0 win. I think if he lost, he would be the one getting sacked, really. So I think he's under the biggest pressure, second bottom from the league. There was actually quite high expectations of Burnley. I know I had them to survive relegation I had them just outside the relegation but I still had them to survive because they look so good in the championship but it looks like they've really found the level of being like what Norwich used to do of too good for the championship not good enough for the Premier League and that's kind of where they're sitting at the moment and if this 5-0 doesn't progress and progress Burnley to sort of go on it probably will be company next, especially they're sitting second bottom of the league.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think company, I I don't know the bookie's odds at the moment, but I assume company would be, you know, then the fate the next favourite. I think it it's why why do we think it's going wrong at Burnley? Because again, similar to your point, I, I think I had him pretty high up on my table prediction. Um high up in the bottom half, but still fairly high up because I thought it'd be a bit like the Fulham logic where they just absolutely batter everyone in the championship so much so that there'd be a decent Prem side. But so far, there's not been much, really. I mean, other...
2: There... massive difference between that Fulham side of last year. Or was it last year or was it year before? One of them was Mitrovic. Someone who can score 15 to 20 goals in the Premier League will put you, put you mid-table you see it's been the same for i don't mean this disrespectfully but brentford as well they had they've had tony and that's what's pushed them higher up the league like brentford haven't got the facilities the money to really push to be pushing as high as they are but they've just had that correct goal scorer who's been putting them away and that's what burnley just don't have and that's i think that's the main issue really but then when they're trying to play out play expansive football against the top sides as well he's not adapting like he's uh, he got three nil against us on the first day of the season we've seen Spurs smash quite a lot past and there's been others as well so it's he needs to adapt really to certain games I think and he's just not doing it and then no no massive goal scorer I think that's that's Burnley's biggest problem
0: yeah, you look at their squad, and it doesn't—it doesn't, it doesn't look—it doesn't look Premier League. If I'm being honest, I think the for me, their shining light has been Koli Osho. Honestly, I, I genuinely believe you can mark my words here. In the next probably three four years, I think he will be picked up by a big club. I don't know who it will be and how big the club, but he looks a phenomenal player. Um, but other than that, I've not been—I've not been impressed by anyone. To to be completely honest. Reece, any anything to add
1: on Burnley in particular? In, in particular? Just, um, I think people forget that, you know, company hardly pulled up trees at Anderlecht. You know, I think, I think if anything, Burnley were probably lucky to have him. Um, I mentioned before that when they did play Premier League teams last season, they did get heavily beaten, which I thought was going to be the case again when they played the big boys with that style of play. They had a lot of players on loan. I think we seem to forget that. Um, and he's replaced them with a lot of, non-Premier League experience, I mean he's dropped his goalkeeper for Trafford who was number one at a League One club last season, so I think there's been issues like that and and the failure to adapt tactically Um, obviously it worked against Sheffield United but he's got to do it against Wolves in the week, you know, that's that's a sign of, okay, is he going in the right direction or not? I think it's just been one of those it's just not been experienced, perhaps gone up too quickly after the Premier League you know, um, sort of drop and it's just not necessarily, you know, clicked yet, but the game against Wolves should be a real, real test as to be where, whether it has or not. Yeah.
0: All um, right. Let, let's move on to a different club. Um, Who would we say is in that next kind of bracket? Obviously not favourite to be sacked next. Who Who else are we looking at here?
1: This is a tough one to actually call because I think, if you think this time last year, five managers had already been sacked. um, We'd already lost Hassan Hutal, I believe. We'd already lost Bruno Large by then. Thomas Tuchel, Scott Parker and Steven Gerrard had all been sacked by then. And none of the managers, other than probably, of course, Heckin Bottom and now Company, I don't see them under huge pressure. I see them, I see, for example, Moyes seeing out the season. I see someone like Marco Silva Talking himself out of a, out of a job, you know, saying something silly and self destructive. But it's really hard to call. I'd, I think
2: I'd agree on the Marco Silver one there, Reese, yeah. because I do feel like the owner has a screw loose. Um, uh, the biggest point that makes me think that is he's charging three thousand for a ticket at Fulham. Um, I think he's. He could just go. You know what? We're not winning enough games. We're not looking as good as last season. I'm going to sack him and then bring in someone who's probably not as good as Marco Silva. I think he's a really good manager, but I just think the manager, uh, the sorry, the owner, is someone who could just go. You know what? I'm just going to sack him. It's not enough. It's not good enough for me. Whether it could be even more, it could be worse for Fulham, really, if that's the case.
0: Yeah, I think to that point as well, he, 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 he's the kind of character who's going to come out and possibly dig out the owners, possibly you can see he's that kind of personality. So I do think that's an interesting one. Looking at the table there, I mean, they're 14th at the minute. Not terrible, but, you know, they're a side that, I mean, look, there's not many points in it, let's be fair, but they're not where they want to be. I think they'll believe they can be a top half side. And they, they've shown they can deliver. So they seem to be losing a little bit of momentum at the minute. Um, What about Luton? What about Rob Edwards? They're not bottom. F-
1: What's that? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He He worked a miracle to get him up. And he's actually a very talented coach. I think Luton are in dreamland at the moment. So... I think he'll stay even you know, they'll go if they're gonna go down, they'll go down fighting, I suppose. So, so I don't think need to panic.
2: Look, everyone thought Luton will be probably rock bottom of this league. So the fact that he's currently full from bottom, I know Everton have had the point deduction so let's say third from bottom. They're still in with a fighting chance. So I think at the moment there's I don't think there's anyone who's going to do a lot better than what Rob Edwards is doing at the moment. Yeah.
1: And they're in a uh, position to keep him. If they go, like when Deitch was first at Burnley, when they first went down, they kept him. And they went up as champions next season and then went on to be a solid team. That's probably what they just, they might do if they go down. That's probably what they need to do.
2: Yeah, like Luton haven't been in the Premier League. Was it? Is it ever? Or is it something, it's something, a long time from being in the top flight?
1: Yeah, not the Premier League, but first division, I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so they were, they haven't been in the Premier League ever. So the fact is, they're currently sitting outside the relegation places. You don't sack him at all, yeah. but it would be ridic- I think it'd be utterly ridiculous. It'd probably be like a bit of a Birmingham situation, selling them, selling them when your manager's doing well, and then it would come and bite you and bite you in the arse, like it is has been for Birmingham.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's let's give them a shout out for a minute. I mean. Reese, we'll we'll let you talk about Birmingham. Imagine sacking your manager as a PR stunt for it to then backfire.
1: (laughs) There's still time. He's got time to turn it around, but it's not a good move. The fans are already on his back, so they need to turn that around there.
0: Um, All right, so Rob Edwards, we think, is probably safe. Um, Let's talk about Steve Cooper. Again, we've got to remember last season, a lot of talk about him being sacked at Forest. Then they stuck with him. It paid off, but they're in fifteenth. I mean, p- based on points, I mean, six points clear of the relegation zone. So we we could probably say they're not even under threat right now. But we know how quickly it can change in the Premier League. Is Cooper one who could get thrown into this mix here and actually end up sacked?
1: Yeah, he's lost his last three. <laughs> with, he's had with, the dreaded with vote with, of
2: confidence. Worst form of the league with Sheffield. Well, sorry, with Burnley. So, yeah, form form's awful,
1: isn't it? They put in a pretty poor performance at the weekend as well. they they got to sort themselves out. I think they will. I think they will. And, I, I again, I don't see who can come in and do much better. But they've got to sort themselves out pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's – for me, I, I feel like with them, if they've stuck with him once and it's worked, they're probably going to stick with him – through it again so with with cooper personally i don't see him being under any real threat unless it gets it, crazy bad but i don't see I think,
2: it yeah if they drop if they drop down the table a bit more then the pressure i think will actually mount up but it doesn't mean they will get rid of him and also then it's who do you bring in so i do feel like that's the sort of issue they've well not an issue they've got because they're currently it's fairly comfortable really in the league, but if things were getting worse, you just don't know who they would actually target to bring in. So I I think his job is safe, probably to the end of the year, unless things go absolutely horrifically wrong.
1: I think this is a big thing with the the league now, is who do you bring in that will take a better job? You know, football's changed so much. We're moving away from the Sam Allardyces, the Steve Bruce's, the Mark Hughes's, because they just don't cut it in modern football anymore. So who do you bring in? Clubs are horrendously lazy. They go for managers that are out of work. Well, a manager is out of work for a reason, nine out of 10 times. So be ambitious and go for a manager already in a job, right? You know, look at some of the work that some managers are doing in the division below. You might actually get yourself a good gem there. John Eustace, I know he's out of work, would all say that's very unfair. He's a perfect example for that, you know. But who, if they're going to look and go for the cheap option, who realistically is out there that would fit the mould?
2: Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking, like you said, like Sam Allardyce is... why I don't see why a team near the bottom, or sorry, in the bottom three, wouldn't go for him. Because the whole point is you've just got to try and stay up. Like, it could be more of a short-term solution. But I understand that football's changed. But... I, you can't compete by going like like what we we're saying with Burnley. They go. They're trying to do the same same sort of method as what City would do, and it doesn't work. Like it's it's not working for them. So maybe a Sam Allardyce actually could do a bit better for them in terms of picking up points. It may it may not be attractive to the fans, which is another problem that owners have these days. But it can keep them in the league and. That's that's the main target for these clubs. Over, I suppose, over entertainment.
1: I suppose the argument for for against Allahis at the moment is he's now got two relegations on C V. Um and I think if you look at when he took over at West Brom, for example, a lot of those players were designed for the modern type of game. I think I think he's a decent manager, but I don't look at that Forest team and see them adapting to his style quite well. I think they're a little bit more. Pass the ball, keep the ball on the ground. I'm not saying he's is, is who football, but a one you'd probably thrive under that. You know, does he care enough as well? Like he
0: with Big terms, be it never being relegated is you know a, a flashy title that you want to sort of die to protect. But when that's gone, other than money, other than a payday, what I don't see him having that motivation or that same level of motivation. For,
1: Well, this is it. And the club as well, he might negotiate quite a hard deal. Like if he says, I want an 18 month deal, they probably only want him to the end of the season.
0: What
1: are they going to do? You know, if he keeps you up, they're stuck, aren't they? And you have to buy his players and you have to, you know, and you could be back to square one before you've even, you know, had the chance to actually get rid of him. And I think, I think that's a problem clubs don't want to fall into.
2: I don't see his motivation being any less than before, really. I think he's. If he's going to go in, I think he's someone who's going to be picky about his job as well. Though he's like, I'm fine not being in a job. Mm. I want the job that's right for me. So I think he will. He will still have the motivation if he took on a job, because he'd do it on his own terms as well. But that doesn't mean it's. I think yeah, he would actually drive quite a hard bargain with the clubs, because. I don't blame him. Why would he take six months? You you want a bit more job security than just to the end of the season and then maybe they'll keep you or maybe they won't. So I think he's entitled to try and go for an 18-month contract at least.
1: Yeah, they're entitled. Like, I have no qualms no of it. That's what yeah. we would do, right? You want to secure your own future. I just think the way the game has changed, I mean, you look at even Bournemouth, they're going for like these appointments of like, I, wrote, I roller now. You know, they're not you think they'd be the prime club for someone like Sam Allardyce. You look 20 years ago, you know, if Bournemouth were at the, at the Premier League and where they are now, they'd be going for the Sam Allardyces. They'd be going for the Steve Bruces. They'd be going for the, probably even get a Martin O'Neill in there or, do you know what I mean? Mark Hughes, those names that had a big name all them years ago, probably learned under a good manager. Now they're going for these left field appointments. You know, these, like I said, eye rollers, you know, never in a million years would you think Bournemouth would, be able to attract you know manager with that style and that's that's the way clubs are going now yeah is he one that we could
2: say now is who could be in this next possibly be sacked kind of scenario because they sacked Cooper was it not sorry not Cooper who's the one O'Neill O'Neill that's the one they sacked him when he's done a good job so it's not like they're so against it. And you've got to remember, Bournemouth have conceded the third most goals in the league this season. So it's not like he's working absolute wonders there. I think he's doing all right points-wise. But I don't see what he would have done, what he's done better than O'Neill, really. I think O'Neill's actually doing quite a good job at Wolves as well. So he's showing that he can, he could have continued doing it at Bournemouth. So yeah. he could be someone that He's not under pressure due to being relegated, <clears> but <throat> it's not what the owner wants. It. That's, I'm just trying to think of other names, really, to put in this mix.
0: Yeah, I, I think he would have been, but he has turned it around. Iriola. Um their form's decent. You know, three wins, a draw in the last five. I I don't see him on this list personally. I think they've 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 got rid of O'Neill it showed ambition to get him in, get that style of coaching. So they've got to stick with it. And so far, I know what you're saying, they've not been, you know, they're not blowing anyone, anyone away. Um, But they have, they have shown progress in my opinion, and their form is better. Um, let, Let's move on now to the more interesting debate about the top of the table. Naturally, you'd assume managers at the top of the table are not under threat, but I think, there is a big one and and we've all discussed it that could be under pressure despite a reasonable league position. So I guess the elephant in the room is Eric Ten Hag. Now United fans might go, what are you on about? You know, we're seventh in the table. Why would it, why, why, why would he be sacked? But you've got to put this in context. It is Man United. So seventh isn't acceptable. Bottom of their champions league group. I think that's the big issue here. Bottom of their champions league group. On the cusp of going out, which is just simply unacceptable, and they've not been playing great, is Eric Ten Hag potentially going to be the next manager sacked? Jamie, what do you think?
2: Yes, because it's hot, It's easier to get rid of the manager than the players. And I think a lot of the players are Deadwood, really. Um, then you've got players who are completely out of form, Rashford being one of the sort of main ones that are being spoken about he's falling out with players left right and center so it could be quite possible you'll see he's completely lost the dressing room because Martial's having arguments with him I've seen reports on you had the Sancho situation Varane's sitting on the bench when they've not got two fit center backs we've only got two fit center backs and he's still not being starting so something going on there So he could be just losing the dressing room and Glazers with uh, Ratcliffe could be getting rid of him because you can't just get rid of 22 players in the squad. So he's definitely one with it. One thing I do find interesting, though, about United is if you look at the teams they've beat and teams they've lost against, really, they're beating the teams they should. Forget the Champions League. a second they're beating the team they should they are beaten what beating brentford at home sheffield united away um they've beaten burnley away losing to the likes of arsenal spurs city it's like you you're losing to the teams that are actually better than you and you're beating the teams that are worse than you so in terms of that it's not actually dreadful in a way like he's he's not overperforming, he's not underperforming, he's literally in the middle. So that's where I feel like it is quite harsh the criticism he gets. But when you're at what my, my opinion of the biggest club in the world, maybe Real Madrid have something to say about that. But you've got to be doing, you've got to be overperforming really, or well, it's not overperforming. They just should be expected to get into the top four at least, and he's around there, but.
1: Uh, yeah, I think his job is probably safe for a little while longer. I think I think they do believe in the project idea. If you want to coach, let someone coach. You can't just keep, you can't just keep cutting people. You know, sacking people for no reason. Look, they'll be disappointed. Eight eight wins, six defeats, no draws. You've got to turn some of them defeats into draws. You can't do that over the long term. That you know, you've got that's not sustainable with that sort of record. They've shown signs of turning corner. They put in a brilliant performance away to Everton and then they put in that dross performance against Newcastle at the weekend. I mean, what was it, eight shots to 22? I mean, come on, like, that's that's poor. That is poor. You know, you think they could have gone there and nicked a 1 0 win if they wanted to. Um, They've they've got to sort that out. And like your point, Jamie, you said about, you know, looks like he's lost the dressing room. But I hear if he's arguing with Sancho, Martial and Varane, but like, how can they argue with him? They haven't done anything. You know, this isn't like Chris, you know, at least Cristiano Ronaldo can have a say because he's backed it up. Those three haven't backed anything up at Man United. They've all been poor. Martial, I no, like you're
2: right. you're right on that. You are. Yeah,
1: Martial, I like him. If he's fit, he's a good player, but he's not fit enough. And he, he doesn't score enough. He's not consistent enough. So it, they should work with him to turf those three out if they're causing a problem. You know, he seems to have the support of some of the players, I would say particularly his former Ajax buddies. Um, I think they would support him on there. And there is signs of improvements. You know, he won a cup. Yes, he then followed up with a 7-0 loss. But he's done something more. He's offered something more. He's offered something. You know, I think they need to stick with him and turf those players out because the next manager is just going to have the same problems. He's not going to get enough out of Sancho. They're not going to get enough out of Martial, Varane, etc. So I think his job's safe. I just think... It takes a while to click. People forget that season a couple of years back with Arteta, just how bad they performed, but they let him slowly bring his players in and it works. It starts to click. You know, I think his job's safe. But out of the top six, seven at the moment, he's under the most scrutiny,
0: isn't he? You know, 100%. I think your point as well with Sancho, Martial, although you're valid in saying like what they've done is, is you know, 10 hogs in the right, as Jamie said, you've got like you've got their assets at the end of the day for the club. They're very expensive assets for that club. And it's probably easier and cheaper to get rid of a manager than to back him and and force those players out for, for you know cut price deals.
1: Yeah, but this will be the problem in the long run, is now you're in that position where the players have got too much. You just keep copy and pasting the same situation. You keep putting the plaster over the crack in the wall, you know, or putting it over the leak.
2: That's what they need to, don't they? You, know, you have it's to take time.
1: <laughs> That's it. Man United, Man United themselves are a big club and they generate enough money where if they're going to take a 40 million loss on Sancho, they can take the 40 million loss. They need to sort themselves out and sort out the recruitment, which they can do. But there's no point keep giving that, oh, let's just sack him, you know, and we'll move on. Because it's just going to happen again and again and again. And if you want the long-term success, it's got to be consistent from the top. You can't have it from the top, give it to the bottom, And then go like that. It's got to have a nice little chain. And that's the problem. He hasn't helped himself Ten Hag. You know, I think he has been a bit silly with all the things he said, particularly about Sancho. But he also, you know, there needs to be more support about it.
0: Yeah. And I think as well, just one stat to bring up, which is is pretty damning for Man United as a whole. Um, They've not won away against the top eight sides in over two years. So 13 away matches, Against sides in the top eight, they have not won since October 2021. That is abysmal, and that's why he's under pressure.
2: Yeah, and it, yeah, definitely is like it just is. That's not good enough at United. Even Oli had a much better record than that. Oli Oli was doing. I think he did an actual record of not losing away from home. So it's mad how much it can swing in in that way. Um, I think just moving on to one other manager before we wrap up. Will Chelsea, we know just like to sack managers. It's more of Abramovich's era, but Bowley's done it. Poch, could he be gone, George, any time this season? Just like let's be honest, you are you are tenth. Mm. So it's not like you're you know absolutely thriving. You're below United, and we're talking about how much he's under scrutiny
0: yeah which, fair which, point I, I don't believe it will I, I obviously I can't rule it out it's Chelsea football club at the end of the day but I will be absolutely stunned if they got rid of him this feels like a long-term appointment he's doing the right things right stats right he's saying the right things as well so I am pretty confident he won't be sacked we've got to change something at some point it
2: just, it just had to be asked yeah it?
0: absolutely valid um but yeah that that wraps us up for another episode as always please do reach out give us a follow on all the channels and let us know your thoughts and also have we missed any managers today we covered a lot but we didn't cover them all Um, but as always like comment and subscribe you know the drill